This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton back with you this morning. And on the Zoom call, Jamie Coutant and Shannon Schrader, and they're here to talk about the upcoming Red Mask Play the Trouble with Cats. Good morning, ladies. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Linda. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Always a pleasure to talk to you. So we're going to talk about a whole lot of stuff, but uh, let's let's actually start with what what's the trouble with cats about it's a comedy correct it is a comedy it is about it is about a couple who are house sitting a house in minnesota and um that would be myself and dave tecto and we run into all kinds of characters and adventures another couple shows up that's supposed to be house sitting and there's some very wacko neighbors um that would be me yeah played by (laughs) shannon and brian schrader (laughs) um and just a lot of a lot of things going on right shannon yes it is it is a really really funny comedy um it the the relationships kind of uh, spin and unspin there's all sorts of uh surprises around every corner so this is Tech Week, which means opening should be coming up. What are the dates of the play? Let's get that out. We'll we'll come back and talk about that more later on. Um, show dates are January 28th, 29th, and 30th, and February 4th, 5th, and 6th. That's opening night is this coming Friday. Wow. And how's Tech Week going? That's always a challenge. There's there's something about Shannon said that earlier when before we were on air about, uh, you know, you, you got to have some problems in Tech Week or it doesn't count. And that's actually quite true. If it uh, I've, I've found over the years that if we got to Tech Week and everything just sailed real sweet, uh-oh. Right. <laughs> it, it, it has been challenging, but we're getting there. I have conquered my fear of the second floor of the set. So. Oh, we got a two-story set. Tell me about that. It is a two-story set. Um, it is set in a Minnesota lake house, and there is an upstairs, um, and it is set just like a regular house, so it is eight feet off of the ground. <laughs> well, I might have taken some getting used to. Um, once the railings and the walls went up, I was much better. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I remember when uh, Wilbur was in Diary of Anne Frank, and that was a multiple-story set, and he was stuck up. I mean, he was there. He was on stage the whole production he had he had no way to get off without being right. seen so yeah you, you kind of have to develop your safety uh safety points there where you're comfortable and you can uh, survive okay well we so, had wonderful set builders um including my son and well my son-in-law who designed it and built it and knows that his mother-in-law needs safety that's true that's, that was probably a good good choice on your part probably <laughs> not so, my choice but good choice Why'd you pick this particular show? Um, the the board chose this show just because it was a comedy. It was funny. Um, Tim Kirby, who's directing the show, actually brought this script to the board. Um, he had been in it in Rantoul, 
and um, he just he loved the script. And um, when we read it, it was funny, and we thought it would play well to our audience. Yeah, winter's a good time for comedies. I think uh, traditionally, Red Mask has looked to have something funny in in winter just to pick your spirits up. It's so drab and dull and yuck. Right. Well, and with everything going on in our society right now, people need to laugh. Yep. We need a good laugh. And I think that, that will get that with this show. Don't you think so, yeah. Shannon? Yeah, absolutely. This show will deliver <laughs> on the laugh in the laugh department. It really will. You're You're correct. Find, yeah. You'll find a relatable character. You would right. definitely find a relatable character. I mean, we're oh, cracking ourselves up on stage. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Be, I would be remiss if I didn't ask, it's the trouble with cats. Do we have any cats in starring roles or are they just out there in you the stratosphere? Well, we ain't, I'm, we're not going to tell. Ah, <laughs> surprise for the audience. <laughs> Some furball jumps in their, in their lap. <laughs> I can tell you it is really fun for me to be playing uh, that my, my real life husband spouse in the show yeah. and his character is not so far off from real life that, um, yeah, that's been, it's been mostly funny. <laughs> it is fun. Wilbur and I enjoyed it a lot. We, like I said, we, I think a few years ago, probably the last thing we were in was a Christmas show for Dave Downing and, and played husband and wife. And it's kind of a fun thing to do. It's, it's it enjoyable. It really it is. is. So, um, Janie, you've been head of the board. Are you now? I don't even know who's president right now. Amanda is. Amanda is? Okay. Yep. Um, so let's talk a little bit about how Red Mask is surviving. The, uh, the arts community has tried to turn things around and come back and little, little steps here and there. And then poor, poor Jason had to shut down the fissure for a while. So, you know, it's fits and spurts and a step here, a step there, and then a backslide and just constantly worrying about keeping audiences safe. So how are you all handling things? Um, we've been actually doing fairly well. Um, we have been able to have our season so far. We had our, you know, we opened up in the fall with um, Frankenstein. Um, had an okay turnout for that, and it was a great show. Um, had a stellar Christmas show that um, blew us out of the park with the audience and everything, and it was a really funny show. Um, so we're, we're getting by. Um, I'm not saying that it hasn't been tough, but we're we're getting by. Yeah, um, it's got to be a challenge. Um, how are you, how are you handling the safety factor? Are you masking? Are you asking the audience to mask? What are you doing? We are to following all of the CDC, um, you know, health department guidelines. We have our signage up asking, you know, people to mask, and you know, if you're sick or ill, to you know, please not attend. Yeah. Um, we also, um, another thing that we've started with this show is we are doing general admission rather than assigned seats. Ah, so people and, go, oh, that's good. And that gives people kind of a comfort. They can choose where they sit. If they want to sit away, you know, from everybody else, they can, you know, they can kind of, if they don't want to sit close to the stage, they don't have to. And that I think that is kind of helping as well. Absolutely. Um, now, tickets are on sale now, right? Absolutely. Tell me about that. 
Um, tickets are $20 for adults or $18 for seniors, 60 plus, And um, they can either be purchased at the door. Um, box office opens 45 minutes before each show. Or they can call us and leave a message at 217-442-5858. Or they can email us at boxoffice at redmasterplayers.com. And Jamie, well, tickets, tickets are also 18 for students, right? Yes. Okay. Um, having that general admission, that's actually an advantage in many ways because that way people can come a little early, pick out the spot they want, where they're going to be comfortable and be able to relax and enjoy the show. So that's really kind of a good thing. That was, that was a good decision on your part, I think. Yeah, and it, it'll also help with our box office, help things move smoother so that yeah. there's not such a backflow at the box there's, office. There's, there's <laughs> always the box office challenge. <laughs> always, me, always, always a always. box office challenge. <laughs> yeah, always, always, never, never not. Um, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk more uh, with these ladies about community theater and how they got involved and uh, why they're still involved. So we'll do that. In just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton with you and on the Zoom call this morning, Jamie Coutant, Shannon Schrader. They are here representing the red mask play that opens up in a, just a few days, Friday, actually, The Trouble with Cats, a comedy, something to make you laugh, make you enjoy, general seating admission. So, so you don't have to reserve a seat. You can go and pick a seat, pick a seat. <laughs> Sorry, that just made me laugh. It's childish, but it made me laugh. <laughs> uh, pick a seat that, that you're comfortable sitting in to enjoy the production. They're going to hope people spread out, wear your masks. Use common sense, but enjoy the play. So, um, Jamie, how did you get, I think I know, but how did you originally get involved in Red Mask? Was it children's theater? I did. I was involved in children's theater under Jean Lewis. Um, That's what I thought. Not many of you left around. No, there's not. (laughs) But but we're we're still there. And... uh, from there, I mean, I did that. I didn't do a lot for a whole for a while, and then um, my children came along, and um, both of them were involved in Red Mass Children's Theater. And from there, I thought, well, you know what, I could do this again, and started up, and it's never ended. And now, with grandkids, I'm on third generation in our family. <laughs> so tell me, tell me about that experience. Of working with Jean Lewis, you know she is quite a role model. Uh, she was quite a woman. What was it like for you as a kid to be around her and to learn from her? It, I mean, she was amazing. I mean, she could be strict, um, but she was fun, and we learned, and we put on great shows, and we made a lot of friends and <clears throat> excuse me, friendships that we've kept, you know, forever. I think that's one of the, the, the part of the magic of children's theater. I always have um, it's those, it's the bonds that are made, the friendships that are created. You know, you learn so many things. We talk about children's theater in terms of kids being on stage and performing, but it's really so much more than that, isn't it? 
I mean, it's about learning to be able to talk in front of people, uh, to move on stage, to gain some, some um, confidence. It's Absolutely. learning scheduling, uh, how to be responsible, how to work with a team. There's all kinds of things, aren't there? There yeah, is, and even the brilliant. support, even the support, because especially in children's theater, you know, we don't know where some of these kids, what their background is. And like, like with us, we don't have a lot of family local. So for our family, our theater family is family to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shannon, how about you? How did you and Brian get involved? Well, um, Brian was involved long before I knew him. Um, so he was a red masker <laughs> um, right. way before I knew him and um, loved it. My, um, I did, I think, one show. I think it was Princess Number 2 as a high school, a middle school student um, back in the day. Um, but then my, chil my children also came through um, Red Mask and loved it. And so I became a kind of a theater mom. And then once, um, and then once I got a little bit older, I did some directing and definitely loved directing the the uh, children and the teens. I mean, I've directed other things. I know Jamie has too, but there's something to be said when you're directing the the littler ones um, because you watch these. One of my aims was always to have them fall in love with the experience, to yeah. really love the theater, and to no matter what, whether they were like tree number three or whether they had the lead that they wanted to come back that they that they wanted to be a part of it and that they experienced this excellence you know of being something that was a part of something greater than themselves and and challenging themselves to be to be different because if you've done it right there is a transformation that takes place and they're different little human beings than they were when they started absolutely yeah. well and there's there's always been an effort on uh the part of red mask to involve the families so it wasn't uh, in, in, in my history with the theater, it wasn't the kind of thing where mom and dad pulled up at the red door and dropped the kids off and drove away and that was the end of it. Uh, it it's always been a family experience. Yeah, we couldn't get along without our, we couldn't do it without the parents, without the families. Yeah. Um, and definitely. we have found that a lot of those parents then become involved yeah. in our adult productions and... Yeah, I'm exhibit A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, it, but that's true. That's true. And like I said, that there's there's more there than being on stage, though that's fun. There's lots of things to do behind stage where you're never even seen, but you're still part of the team and you're still part of all that's going on and part of the activity, which I think just kind of draws people in more and more and more and becomes their part of their social sphere, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, it definitely is. What's, uh, what's coming up in the spring, Jamie? Um, coming up in the spring, immediately after this show, we have auditions for our spring show, which is The Graduate. Ah, and this then, is Robinson herself. Absolutely. Um, and that will be directed by Debbie Prentice. And then um, we are doing a spring children's show. Um, oh, cool. We're doing Pollyanna. I will be directing that. And because we couldn't do an all cast in the fall based on the show we had and everything, it will be, I, I am going to try to cast everybody who auditions. So we're excited to get our kids back on stage. We know they're excited to be back in theater as well. Absolutely. Again, it's, it's a wonderful activity. I, I'm always impressed by 
how being in a show helps kids understand um, group, working with a group, relying on a team, sharing responsibility, being responsible to that team. Those are such big, broad-based lessons to learn for young young kids. Uh, I'm always amazed at how theater kind of makes that lesson easier to understand and to, to be part of their future. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's go back over tickets again, Jamie. Okay, the show dates are January 28th, 29th, and 30th, February 4th, 5th, and 6th. Tickets are $20 for adults, 18 for seniors um, over 60, and for students. And um, bo box office opens 45 minutes prior to each show. Friday and Saturday shows are at 7.30, Sunday shows at 2. And uh, it's general admission tickets. You can um, call us at 217-442-5858 or email us at boxoffice at redmaskplayers.com. But, but you don't have to reserve a seat. Absolutely not. You can show up and decide where it is, where you're comfortable sitting and where you'll most enjoy the show. All right. Okay, Derek, we're going to go to break, come back, talk more with the ladies in just a moment. A Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton with you and on the Zoom call this morning, Jamie Coutant and Shannon Schrader from Red Mask Players. They open Friday with the trouble with cats and they're going to make you laugh. <laughs> so I can't think of anything better at the end of January than something that makes you laugh. I could say Mr. Bolton and my uh, 49th wedding anniversary, but <laughs> I don't think that'd be quite as funny as trouble with cats. <laughs> But we always acknowledge Red Mask when we think of our anniversary because that's where we met. Um, so let's talk a minute. We never talk very much about Tech Week. Let's explain to people what Tech Week is. We talk about how awful it can be, how challenging it can be, how we want it to be okay, but we don't want it to be okay. So what is Tech Week, Jamie? Tech Week is um, the week before the show. We practice every night. We that's when we start wearing costumes. The set is getting completed. We pull in lights and sound effects, start using props and all the good stuff to make it a good show. I think everybody worries about Tech Week because you feel like you should have everything in place, but the reality is you shouldn't. You should just have things sort of lined up. You agree, Shannon? Yes. Yes, when you... And it's it's amazing to see how things do come together, how they all the you're, you're look. It's like looking at all these different puzzle pieces that are kind of semi sorted. And then Tech Week puts the puts the puzzle together. Um, and yeah, I really and, and, you know, it takes a lot of patience on our own parts with ourselves, um, grace. And um, but it's also really exciting because it's where the, the magic really starts to happen during tech week you see things come together and then you can become like i said earlier part of something that's bigger than yourself so um there's some long nights very often um but it's worth it by the end of it you you've got a show <laughs> well the challenge of it too is the fact that this is the week when there's so many pieces in 
And it it's really not important for the audience to know. It's just, you know, you want to entertain the audience so they don't have to know that. But to appreciate what y'all go through as volunteers, because that's what you are. You're not professional actors, you're volunteers. Um, this is the time when all the things you have to do as an actor have to come together. So walking across the stage, going upstage, going downstage, walking back across the stage, sitting down, standing up, picking up a, a prop of some kind, turning around, uh, delivering your line on time uh, so you can cue the other actors. I mean, there's all these, as you said, Shannon, there's all these flying pieces Costume that have to changes. come to, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that have to come together. And it's really, it's kind of an interesting experience, I think. Uh, well, it always is from the director's point of view, because the director has in his or her mind exactly how it should all be. For the actor, it's it's your part. And that's really all you see. So this is the first time you start seeing everything come together. And it's kind of one of those moments where you're like, ah, that's what that means. Okay. <laughs> you know, Linda, when I, when during a re the rehearsal period, I kind of think of it as I'm spending, spending time for weeks with this character. Sure. Know, getting to know her. Like I'm hanging out with her as I'm, as I'm rehearsing on my own and practicing. But then when during tech week, you're, you're spending time with all the characters. Right. It's, it's really, really interesting. It's, you know, there, these, this is a group of characters I would like to hang out with as wild and weird as some of them are <laughs> well been, but that's that's good mm -hmm. what's been interesting with this show too is we have um a new actress in our cast who's brand new to the area never been on our stage before oh, and good. she was like she was like what is tech week oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like hold on honey you are in for a ride fasten your seatbelt honey it's gonna yeah. be a bumpy ride <laughs> And she's delightful too. You're delightful. Yeah. So, so if if people do want to get involved, Jamie, what should they do? Because you don't have to have aspirations to be on stage. You could be part of the the, the group behind the scenes. Absolutely. Um, we're always looking for volunteers. We're looking for set builders and people to help with the building and box office and all the props. Other don't ever stuff. forget props. props. Props, you know, all of, you know, all of the little things that go into, um, you know, the back behind the scenes stuff. I mean, it's not just the actors on stage and the that stuff, but we need people to run lights and sounds and everything. And um, they can go to our Facebook page or our website and um, send us a message. We would be more than glad to um, get you involved. Um, we've actually had quite a few new people get involved. We had. Um, um, a, a guy, Eric, not my, not my son-in-law, Eric, but another Eric who um, auditioned for this show, but, you know, wasn't cast. And um, he's been there helping build the set. He's going to run our lights and sound. Um, we've had another um, people from the Christmas show who just recently got involved, who've come in and helped and everything. So we're getting a lot of new people and we, and we like having new people. And so if you've never been on stage before, even if you don't want to be on stage, I encourage you to get a hold of us and get involved. And one more time, you open Friday, Friday, Saturday night, Sunday this weekend, then the following weekend, and then immediately you'll have auditions for the graduate. So tell me when those are, what time? Uh, you know, I do know. Let me find them here. 
The graduate auditions are, they're in our events. I think they're the Monday and Tuesday yeah. after. It's usually, I was going to say, it's usually the Monday and Tuesday after the. Yeah, the Monday and Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday after we close at seven. Okay. So if anybody's interested, hey, go walk in the red door. The light will be on. Walk in and say, hey, what you got? Right? Absolutely. In the meantime, get your tickets. Go see the trouble with cats and have a laugh or two at the end of January. Everybody needs one. Thank you, ladies. Appreciate you being with me. Thanks, Linda. Wishing Thank you a good you. show. Wishing you a good show. Join me tomorrow. Eddie Moniak will be with me from the corporate group at DAC. We'll be talking about strategic planning. It's going to be an interesting conversation. So join us for Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton. Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.